Or no. Okay. Good evening and welcome to our final session for today uh, from the National Association of Black Defenders, uh, Criminal Justice, dealing with the criminal justice system and the unfair treatment of inmates that are incarcerated throughout this country. Uh, this case here, I, I believe this be Alexander LaShawn. Which case is this, Dr. McCord? Okay. All right, we're waiting for Dr. McCorver to come back on, and uh, we will continue there. Mr. Howard, are you there, sir? Yeah, go ahead. We're live. Go ahead. Okay. We're live now, coming to you live from Washington, D.C., the National Association of Black Defenders. Defending the truth and standing on the promise of God that we all uh, uh, deal with injustice every day that we live in America. But we come today with criminal justice, justice reform. And we want to talk today with a, a young man, Mr. Antoine uh, Bohanian. Alexander. Alexander. I'm sorry, thank you. Alexander Deshaun Bohanian. Okay? A uh, young man that's serving three life sentences plus 40 years uh, that's, uh, incarcerated uh, plus, plus 50 years thank you for straightening me out plus 50 years that's incarcerated right now in the state of California by the uh, Bureau of Prison uh, we're so happy to have his family on his grandmother on with us today other family members are on with us today and we want to uh, get the full story of what's going on with uh, not only uh, his uh, receiving the time, but with his incarceration at the same time. So we're so glad to have our producer, executive producer, and our uh, House of Gospel Radio is with us, along with the National Association of Black Defenders, are with us this evening in this interview. Uh, this interview will go down not only in history, but this interview will be heard by 300,000 people nationwide uh, discussing the freedom for Mr. Alexander LaShawn Bohanian. At this particular time, we're going to ask Mr. Uh, the family, and I know different ones want to speak about uh, Mr. Uh, Bohanian. Uh, so uh, I'm going to ask Mr. Fred, to be, he's going to be our moderator for this as well as he's our host. Go right ahead. All right, thank you all for joining uh, the National Association of Black Defenders with Dr. Michael McCorver as we fight for the issues of criminal justice. Uh, whoever wants to speak first, you are free to speak. Welcome to House C. Production Gospel, Blog Talk Radio, and the National Association of Black Defenders, Criminal Justice, Prison Reform. Go ahead. Okay, I'm Louise Bohannon Johnson, Alexander Bohannon, grandmother. He's, as you know, he's incarcerated now. He was in Victorville. He's in Atwater. Right now, they done just uh, transferred him to Atwater in California, and I don't know how far that is from Victorville or whatever. But anyway, he caught these cases in 2004, well, he's been incarcerated in the county jail ever since 2004, and from there on to, you know, the federal penitentiary. And so he went to court, and they got him for carjacking, 
They got them with two carjackings and a gun. And that, you know, and they went to to rob some drug dealer or somebody. And then the drug dealer shot Alexander. And then the boy that was with Alexander shot the other, shot the drug dealer and killed him. And, you know, the, the, the people that, they got the cars. They never say that they carjacked them or anything. The, the, the uh, prosecutors and all called it carjacking and whatever. So anyway, Judge Williams still he tried to he uh, sent us out. He said he was going to send us him to death. Carlos Williams was his public defender, and Fred Teeman and Mr. Hughes they went to Washington D.C. Because of LIQ, they got the death penalty off Alexander. So Judge Steele gave him three life sentences plus 50 years. And psychiatrists was telling him that if he go to prison and he, you know, and they give him the treatments and whatever that he needed, whatever, that he could be reformed and come back out and live a natural life. And so I, we feel like that's too much time. They didn't give uh, uh, the mafia people that much time. These people that done did those mass shooting, I haven't heard any of them getting all that much time, you know? As a matter of fact, I haven't heard any of them getting time. But, but that child was just 20 years old, and he's just, that's, he done been up in there now 20 years I believe 20 or 21, whichever, but that's enough time for anybody, you know? And he, he he's a different person, total different person now. He, he's not the way that Judge Steedham proclaimed him to be. That child need to be out of that. These young, pe- young black people, they send in the penitentiary like that because we are poor and didn't have no... We are poor and didn't have no money and stuff, you know. We couldn't do nothing but to help our uh, black young men and, and everything. My grandson, the, the prison pen, uh, lawyers got him to, you know, write and whatever to send to Judge Steele. He denied, denied everything he put in. He denied it and whatever, you know. And then plus, they asked my grandson, say they asked, asked them did they did uh, drug man have drugs and they told him no but on his in his uh, belongings in his papers you can see the drug laying all around on the ground and my grandson told me said grandmama if I just had somebody you know to help me he said that Judge Steele or Carlos too supposed to be going to jail and he said they supposed to pay me back cause they done did me wrong he said they just did me wrong they wasn't supposed to be bringing up my records from the juvenile and none of that stuff, you know? So, but anyway, we, we want our grandson, I want my grandson home because I love him. He was my oldest grandchild. He's just like my child. And he's he's a better person now than than, than when, because he was following other folks. He didn't know what he was doing. Like I told you, his IQ wasn't good. No way he was, you know, following somebody else. Yeah, what you saying? What you, what you say, Willie? Yeah, I'm saying he's, he's somewhat illiterate. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't have, a, have a clue of what 
struggles are going on just just being a follower. Yeah. But anyway, we want y'all to do all that you can to help him and whoever else that's in that situation and whatever. And I've been praying for God to just lead God and direct you all and show you everything that you need to do for the people that y'all are trying to help because we need this here kind of stuff. Black people do because we just, it's, it's just, we don't have no help, no money, no nothing. And then, plus, you know, hey, I, all I got is a GED, and I don't know anything about law, you know, even though I used to work with the probation officers, but that was just collecting urine and, you know, putting in the computer. But I don't know all about that. We need somebody that know what to do, how to do, to uh, move and work for Alexander, that he can come out of there. He's a very different person now. When y'all get a chance to talk to him. You'll see what I'm saying now. And he's, he has totally surrendered over his life over to the Lord. And, and the prisoners in the penitentiary would tell me about that. They would write me and when he could call the neighbors around, older men plus the younger men, because they, he was so at peace and whatever within, you know, knowing God, being spiritual, because I brought him up in church, you know, and he got baptized in Jesus' name. So he know about holiness and righteousness. And God has taught him a lot concerning his word and the history of the Bible. And that's all he do is preach to me and he be preaching to the other inmate. So when y'all talk to him, you'll see, and I'd like for y'all to do whatever you can to help him, because that don't make sense. But nobody have no three life centers when you ain't got but one life to live. Okay. All right. Is there anyone else uh, like to speak on the behalf of LaShawn? Dathronia, Vicky, would any of y'all like to say anything? Can you hear me? Can you hear? Can you hear my son? He's he's speaking. Yes, I can hear. Go right ahead, sir. Talk a little louder, yes. please. Go ahead. And I've been in the system myself, and I and I, I know how I know how things go in the system. I did 19 years myself, but I know that as long, long as I've been in there, I've never seen anyone with no three lights in the plus 50 years. Uncivilized. It, it, it is unjust. That's right. 
And just like you say, when you're young, you, you, you make you, you make you make bad choices because you're young. We all been young. We all make mistakes. But to learn and grow from it, that's all that matters. And that's what he have done. He have learned and grown from that. In 20 years, he's been gone. Okay. And you know what life is all about now. And just like you say, we just ask you all, whatever it takes, you know what I'm saying, we need, we need, we need help. We need help real bad. Get him out of there. Get some type of justice. Because that is unjust. All right, thank you, young man. Okay. Anybody else? I guess not. Well, right here, Brother Howard, I'm going to just stop before we begin coming to, uh, to you. I want to mention two things. Uh, one is I want to thank the family for being with us this evening uh, on such a short notice. And uh, we want you all to understand that we here standing, praying, and advocating for Mr. Uh, Alexander Bohemian. And we believe God, first of all and foremost, uh, for his freedom and for the truth to be known about his case. And that this young man has no business serving no three years plus 50 years. Uh, and, uh, for the crime that was committed. It, it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to the American public. And it makes no sense to justice. And we're pleading for the courts. We're pleading this case before the courts. We're pleading this case before justice uh, for the freedom of Mr. Uh, Boheni. We're believing that and we continue to struggle our uh, struggle and strive together. I want to make this clear to the family and to the radio land, Block Talk Radio podcast. Uh, we have over probably 300, 250 to 300,000 listeners uh, worldwide. I'm pleading this evening, I'm making a stance this evening, uh, Brother Howard, uh, that we cannot allow injustice to roam through our country anymore. We cannot allow not to stand together. We as a nation of people, black people, we need to stand together. If we have a time that we need to stand together, it's right now. Right now. Right you know, now. we need to start standing together as a people because every day that we live is always, always somebody black. Now, I have to say it like I, like I see it. Yeah. Going to prison or jail for unjust cause. Now, take a look at this here. This crime don't even add up to the punishment that he got. But just because of the heart of Judge Steele, now I call it like I see it, uh -huh. 20 years ago, sentenced this man to prison, giving him this much time. And it doesn't make any sense to me. That, that doesn't add up to me. You know, so, 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 we are calling for the families of Mr. Alexander. We're calling for the loved ones. We're calling for those that, that, that stand for justice. And that's very few and far between nowadays. Nobody want to stand up for the truth. I, I believe what Dr. King said when he said, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And that's what we see in today's world. People that will fall for anything. 
Yeah. And nobody want to stand up for what's right anymore. Nobody want to stand up for justice anymore. Now is high time that we stand for what we say we are. If yeah. you say that you're a man of God, if you say that, that, that you're born again, you ought to stand for justice. That's right. It's high time that we yes. start standing in the gap for our brothers and sisters behind the wall. Because this yeah. is unjust. We cannot allow injustice to ring our streets anymore. We can allow this injustice right here, dealing with Mr. Alexander Bohemian, to yes. be known in America. How can we allow, how can we go to sleep at night knowing that this young man is sitting behind bars with three life sentences plus 50 years? How can we rest at night knowing that injustice in Mobile, Alabama has been served against our own? Yeah. Why can't we rest at night? Why, why was he sent from, uh, he got the case, sent us down here in Alabama. They sent him to California, now out to uh, Atwater, California, that correctional facility out there. Why was he moved out there? I, you know, I, I don't know. I guess uh, he had some disciplines or what it, you know, whatever you call them. What you call them? Uh, disciplinary. Disciplinary. Oh, okay. And you know when you're in prison, you don't know, you know, hey, you're in prison, you're in prison where criminals are or whatever, you you have to defend yourself or, you know, fight for yourself in certain ways, you know, because everywhere he go, he said, Grandma ain't nothing out here but gang members. And when he get on the phone to talk to me, he said, it's the gang phone, Grandma. And then they be telling him, hurry up and get off the phone. I'll get off the phone. Give it to him. You know, it's just like the gang members and staying rule the prison. It's like the, the uh, head officials, the wardens and whatever, the guards, they, they can't do nothing. Or they won't do anything. Okay. What's the name of the facility in that ward? Uh... You know, he's on the right? Uh-uh, he's, he's in Atwater. Atwater. Atwater, California. It's in California. And I, I I don't know. They just sent him there today because somebody just texted me a while ago and told me, say, Grandmama, uh, I'm letting you know your grandson is here in Atwater. Okay. So he, he's in Atwater now, but that's still in California. Okay. Right. Uh huh. So I read a point of this. It's still in California, and, and it, it, it was saying about it. It hold a thousand and some people, but okay. they only have a hundred and thirty-nine, a hundred and three, or some people in there now, because it's new, and it's supposed to be a penitentiary where they evaluate the inmates to see what's going on with them and I guess to help them in whatever area they need help at. Okay. Okay. All right. But all I know in Atwater, which is in California. Okay. Uh, do y'all have a, a, any attorney that's dealing with his case? No, sir. Can't afford one. Can't afford one. Okay. If Floyd had to go to the 11th Circuit, I had talked to attorneys and whatever, but wouldn't nobody take the case. But everybody said they don't see how 
Jerry Steele gave that boy that much time and they didn't even see why it was a federal case. Mm -hmm. Like it's supposed to be a state case instead of a federal case. So I don't know. I don't know the law and whatever. But all I know, that was wrong. Three life centers and plus 50 years. Okay. That was wrong. Do y'all... They said... It uh, they said Jerry Steele act like he had a personal bandana bandana against him. All right, do y'all have yeah. a uh, Dr. McCorvey, Do y'all have a transcript of uh, of the trials that led all the way up to to, to his last uh, sentencing? The Eleventh Circuit, uh, Brother Howard. That's what we're working on now. Uh, I have not. Uh, we just not entered this with uh, th this case here as a le uh, their le legal advocate. I have not gathered a, a lot of information right now. Okay. He has sent me quite a bit over. Uh, Miss Johnson has sent me. We've been corresponding since Sunday, and we just stepped in the picture on Sunday, and she has sent me quite a bit over. I'm going to be talking again for her grandson, uh, Mr. Alexander. I'll be talking on his behalf to the Department of Justice uh, on this coming Wednesday, uh, uh, two o'clock. I'll be with the uh, Department of Justice in Washington D.C. Uh, dealing with his situation, and uh, that's the time limit. They gave me from two to four to speak on behalf for the family at the Department of Justice in Washington D.C. because it was a lot. There's a lot involved in, in this case and things that we gotta talk over with the Department of Justice uh, to, uh, when we go before the 11th Circuit uh, this time, uh, uh, whatever attorney that will be working with us, staff attorney that will be working with us uh, in the 11th Circuit, uh, we're going to make sure that uh, they are vetted, uh, that they are familiar with his case, that they are familiar with the uh, 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 federal court system, and what we want uh, is his freedom. Uh, a lot of the, the uh, charges, well, like I said, uh, to me, from uh, uh, as an examiner, as uh, a staff person of the National Association of Black Defenders and executive director, I see a lot of mistakes that was made in his case, in his in the appellate court, and the uh, um, the federal hate that was filed. I see a lot of mistakes that was made in that that was not brought forth that he was constitutionally violated and that's what we're going to, to talk to the attorney about and talk to the Department of Justice about on this upcoming Wednesday. Okay. All right. All right, family, we thank you all for taking the time to uh, sit down and talk with us about this case. Um, okay. The only thing that I can tell you is this. Uh, this information that you have here now that we're recording now will be uploaded to the uh, Blog Talk Radio and to other all of the platforms that I have and uh, we will share those links with you. You can listen to this interview uh, later on at y'all's own convenience. Um, again, we thank your family members for coming in and sitting down talking with us so that we can record this uh, interview. I thank you all, you know, for having us. Okay, Dr. McCoy, if there's if the family do not have anything else to add, um, 
Dr. McCover, I know you're just beginning your legwork since you just started with the case Sunday, so it's going to take you a while to get all your files together. But um, please share with me all the information that you have. Is there anything on the Internet? That was the question I was going to ask earlier. Is there anything on the Internet about his case or his sentences? No. You talk to the family? Yeah, uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. Not that I know of. No, 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 no. No, that, none that I know of. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I've seen anything about nothing on the internet. Has, has he had? Okay. So he hasn't had any kind of appeals or no kind of other. The, what, the original case came out of where? Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, Alabama. Okay. And, so and he he did he did some uh. He sent in some paperwork trying to get back in court and each different time that they had stuff that he could, you know, file on. Yeah. But he was always denied. Okay. He was always denied. Okay. Uh, Dr. McCorvey, so uh, I, I know you're going to begin with the case number and that's, that's where everything starts from that case number and everything come out. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, then. Okay. Uh uh, yes, Mr. Howard, what I'm going to do, I'm going to uh, actually pull from the uh, uh, from the courts, from the appellate uh, courts, as well as from the uh, initial sentencing uh, courts, uh, all of the documentation uh, from this case. And I'm going to be interviewing, again, uh, family members once we gather all of the information uh, that we need from this case. And uh, family, I, we, we're going to stay in constant contact while we work with, on this with the Department of Justice and with, uh, uh, with you all. Uh, uh, we want to thank this evening uh, Block Talk Radio, Hossie Gospel Radio, coming to you live from Alabama. Uh, we thank Hossie Gospel Radio for being with us, the National Association of Black Defenders, coming to you live from Washington, D.C. Uh, we're uh, uh, very excited about being on this case, working on this case, and we're going to be even more excited when this young man is out of prison. And when that's our goal, it's for his freedom. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That's that's, that's our goal. So whatever the Department of Justice uh, brings to us, we're going to uh, present it to the 11th Circuit. Uh, Whatever attorney that is appointed to this, in this case, at the time from us, uh, we'll work with the 11th Circuit in Washington, D.C., and we look forward to uh, seeing him on the other side. Amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Howard? Okay. Let us pray. Our Father and Savior, Jesus Christ, the making creator of all things, we thank you for the opportunity to listen to the parents and to thank deal you. with the situation involving Mr. Alexander. Be with us and guide us as we take the information to the federal authorities to look at the case so that the situation can be addressed. Leave them in the blessing we ask in that son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And like I told uh, Mr. McCovey, I'm praying for God to lead, guide, and direct you all in everything that you do. You know? Amen. Amen. All right. Yes. Whatever God doing, whatever he how he tell you to do it, it's gonna be right and can't nothing happen against it. Because he Amen. said when the door he opened, can't no man shut it. 
Amen. Can't no man open it. But we are trusting God because he's the only one that we got to trust and keep our hope and our faith in. Because without faith, it's impossible to please him. But we got to please the Lord in our walk and our life. And you all, y'all, y'all live in, in Alabama now? Yes, I'm living in Alabama now. Mobile, Alabama. Okay. All right. Amen. Amen. Right. God bless yeah. you all. And uh, God keep you. And uh, we're here. We just phone call away. You all always can reach me in Washington, D.C. at 202-674-6428. You can reach uh, our, block, uh, our Housey Gospel Radio. Uh, at uh, 251-362-1935. Okay. So we, we're here for you guys. So if any time, get a time that you all want to call us or or uh, uh, whatever the case may be, please uh, do so. Don't, don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. All right. All right. And th- again, thank you all. Thank you all very much. Thank May you. God bless you. Oh, okay, now. All right. All right. Y'all have a good night. All right. You too. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Dr. McCorvey. Okay. That's the final case for today. We will be uploading them to the Internet. Uh, You can listen to House of Gospel, Blog Talk Radio, um, on Mixcloud and other places as we get ready to uh, upload the cases to Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for listening. And criminal justice, um, fighting for criminal justice is one of the main focus of the National Association of Black Defenders there in Washington, D.C. On behalf of all of us here at the radio, we thank you and God bless you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.